0: Welcome back, everyone, to Rules of the Arena podcast, episode 48. Um, the, we are back at the Blind Ninja Studios, Studio B. Joining me tonight is Super Producer Casey. Hey, I'm here. And hey. Ben is still missing. We haven't quite found him yet. We have the search parties oh, and posters man. out.
1: Is that a whole dementia thing? Uh, yeah, well, he's, oh. he,
0: he went off his pills for, for uh, Damn COVID. Damn Grandpa Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he will be back with us soon. More importantly, joining us via Zoom meetings is the great barbecue food truck owner. Well, I suppose more pop You haven't gotten the food truck yet, so yeah, I've got the truck yet. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, and
0: yeah. all the way from Racine, Wisconsin, is Chef Emerson Holiday. Thank you. Hey, you should, so, would it be chef or would it be pitmaster or is it uh, a hyphenated I go, title? I go.
2: You know, I, I go chef. All right. uh, I, like I said, until I really get like a brick and mortar and an official pit, you know, I, I'll, just, I'll just say chef All for right.
0: now. <laughs> well, thanks, chef, for taking the time yeah. to chat with us. Uh, would you just mind introducing yourself for the folks listening?
2: Uh, once again, my name is Emerson Holiday. I'm from Racine, Wisconsin. I am a chef and pit master of a Dragon Pit Barbecue. And uh, yeah, this year, I'm just hanging out with these guys today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we didn't have to club him over the head and drag him down the well, studio. I will yeah.
1: say, I will say, Gordon like the one complaint i have tonight is we have a chef and you like and you didn't make it so i could eat some food i tried like, yeah. I, I tried, he, tried. He, he He did try it was, you know, uh, it,
2: was uh, it was a long weekend i probably i, I thought about it believe me
3: <laughs> maybe in
2: the maybe in the summertime you know if it's right. a little bit warmer you know then i, I wouldn't mind heading up north yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so did you grow up in wisconsin or where are you from
2: uh, I grew up most of my life in Wisconsin. I was born in Michigan and my parents moved us to California. Where we were super young. Uh, I lived in Cucamonga in the LA area until I was about seven or eight. Then I moved to uh, moved we here in Wisconsin. my both got divorced. And my mom was like, we're just going as far away from
0: everybody as we can. So, <laughs> she,
2: so she packed us up and brought us to Wisconsin.
0: You there's, know, There's like other breakfast. states that don't have snow and cold though. Like,
2: yeah, no, you know, I think she just did it, it as a strategic <laughs> move. She was like, going to lock down. I was going to take care of my boys and work.
0: <laughs> so then how did you kind of discover your passion or love for cooking then? Um, so. I, 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 I,
2: apparently I just always loved cooking. Uh, I grew up, uh, like I said, my mom worked a lot. So, um, we were definitely at home, uh, after school, messing around, cooking a little bit here and there. And, um, I don't think I once I got into like middle school, we started taking like home at class, you know, if anybody knows what that is, I don't know if they even call that that anymore. That might even be appropriate. I remember but, failing uh, that. class.
0: <laughs> How did but, you fail uh, Yeah. Home yeah. Back?
2: yeah I, I don't know. Yeah. But then, you know, <laughs> it was like, I was cooking in the, in the class and they were like, Oh, you kind of know what you're doing already. And I was kind of messing around at home and, uh, you know, just kind of when I learned how to when I was tall enough to really touch the stove, I started making uh, noodles and just watching my mom do it so many times. And it, it, was, it was pretty, I don't know, I always cooked since I was young.
0: So you grew up around, you know, your mom cooking in front of you? and did- Yeah, my mom cooked a lot. She, she'll, she'll tell
2: you she wasn't like the best cook. I think she kind of just cooked to feed mouths, you know, so we were always <laughs> sometimes we'd have parties and some she'd make a big pot of spaghetti or something like that. You know, I'm sure it wasn't a big deal to her, but it was just like the best thing to me and my friends, you know uh you know, my grandmothers did cook a lot there were probably more um you know big family meals things like that I definitely watched my grandmothers in the kitchen just cooking away and you know just talking to people and just kind of sitting and I just like always ended up in the kitchen somehow because you know we, we were in Wisconsin so we didn't grow up around our family a lot so I was always kind of the outsider which I mean was my family my family loves me don't let me say like I wasn't like a you know misfit or anything like that but uh <laughs> Grandmas is always show love, you know. So mm-hmm. we end up in the kitchen just watching them talking. You know, they're always asking me questions like, you know, where is Wisconsin? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys doing up there? You know? <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, you know. We're like, oh, you know, like, is it cold? Do you guys like cheese? They're like, yeah, 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 we do. You know, no, cheese is um, one of the
0: major food groups. Yeah, that Extra is like here yeah. pyramid. Yeah, that's about it. Do you, you guys eat cheese. They're like who doesn't like cheese on you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, like it's like everybody
2: likes cheese, you know. But not. But nonetheless, uh you know, like yeah, I just it's growing up and I don't know. Yeah, I just I just watching them cook all the time.
0: Did you stories. ever get a chance to help out around the kitchen, or was were you like uh, me and I was just told to go sit in the other room because uh, quintessential you know, I quintessential Chinese
2: I, I wasn't. I wasn't cooking like chopping stuff. Uh, definitely, there was a. Uh, one particular moment I always have with my uh with my grandma from Louisiana on my mom's side she uh I think she did, she ran out of meat or something like that for like a breakfast She usually probably have sausage or bacon and then uh, we were kind of rummaging through the freezer and I I don't know just naive I was like here just cook those you know <laughs> that looks like meat mom you know grandma what's the difference you know and she was like those are gizzards you know and I was like so you know I don't know if anybody knows what gizzards are but they're oh, energy yeah. the you know they're the uh you know, but uh, she was like, would you want to eat those? And I was like, yeah. And I think she kind of gave me that smirk, like, oh, okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> see him. if you really like this, you know? <laughs> uh, so she was like, well, I can make some dirty rice. And I just remember like hearing that word, like dirty rice. It was just like, you know, it's a Southern thing, you know, and it was like, let's do it grandma, whatever, you know, because I think it was just me and her. I don't even know where everybody else was. They are probably in the other room just having a million conversations at one time <laughs> and, you know, you know, our family do. So oh, yeah. where it's like, yeah, let's just, just do it. So I remember just making this dirty rice and, I was just eating the hell out of it, you know, and a cousin kind of came in like, what are you eating? You know, and my grandma was like, dirty rice. So they kind of looked at each other, you know, because I'm from Wisconsin, you know what I mean? They're like, hey, this boy doesn't know anything about it. But I just remember just just eating it and just enjoying it and like relishing in the the, the naivety of it, you know, like I knew I probably wasn't supposed to like it (laughs) because I'm a kid or whatever. And but I was like brave enough to do it. So it's kind of made me like that much cooler per se you know like <laughs> and yeah, so myself and my grandma i was like yeah grandma likes it you know it's okay you know but
0: uh yeah yeah definitely not a brave person when it comes to food if you tell me what it is i it's i probably wouldn't if you don't know, like gizzard like no i'm out yeah but i i tried uh rocky mountain oysters for the first oh, time okay. because no. somebody just handed it to me and it looked like you know uh, almost like a cheese curd i'm like oh okay cool and, oh this is actually <laughs> pretty good no oh, you dip it in marinara sauce it's even better and then somebody's like no, even better, oh yeah, yeah that's elk testicle i'm like
1: oh all right <laughs> turns out i like that
0: yeah. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> i
2: mean everything's safe if you fried it the marinara
0: right oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah they they seared them on a grill and then deep fried them in a beer batter and then mm. then the marinara sauce that was that was good
2: yeah. Yeah. I guess there's a, a good way to, there's a good way to bad way to cook everything. Right. You know? <laughs> Turns out frying
3: it works. hundred yeah, percent yeah.
0: <laughs> So when did you yeah. start cooking on your own then? Um,
2: actually later in life, I, uh, after high school, I, I was, uh, I was like a music major. So I kind of studied music and, uh, um, I always just love arts per se, you know, and I, uh, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just started working with just you no know, retail jobs, retail management, uh, doing stuff like that. I was always cooking at home, uh, but then I just, I think I just, a customer of mine, uh, I, was, I, was, I might've been at Starbucks and this customer was like, you know, we love you here. You know, you're, you're great at what you do, your customer service, but like, you don't, you're not a coffee guy. You're like, <laughs> what do you want to do? You know, and it's kind of like one of those entrepreneur light bulb situations where you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, what do I want to do? You know, and he's like, well, you're always talking about food. you know you're always watching you know you're always watching food network you're always doing something like you like you know why don't you think about cooking and then uh i guess i never thought of it as a career because most of the people who you know most of the restaurants in a small town they're like family owned you know so either you gotta you're like you know you're a cousin or you're married into it or you're like you're kind of a dishwasher young kid kind of just going into it i was probably like you like 25 i think you know kind of you know Getting a better salary than a dishwasher at that say per se, you know, but uh, so anybody at any time I did want to go into a restaurant, they're like, oh, well, we can start you off here, and like, well, I'm a manager, like I can, you know, like I, you know, whatever, and they're like, no, we don't, you know, they didn't trust me without the experience per se. So uh, I want to say a friend of mine opened a restaurant down in Springfield, Illinois, and he needed a kitchen manager, and he always knew that we were kind of talking about it. A uh, uh, big up to Neil and Donnie's crew. Um and I just dumped the opportunity. like, luckily, my wife at the time, she was ready to roll with us and we moved on to Springfield. And I just started cooking and never looked back. You know.
0: Did you yeah. start experimenting with recipes or were you just kind of by the book in your early days?
2: Um, I'd I, I always follow I said I follow recipes at the beginning. I think once my mom kind of realized I liked cooking, um and she got me a couple of cookbooks. Um, you know, I was, I was like making cookies and, you know, like I had, I always loved Mrs. Fields cookies, but they were so expensive. My mom was like, well, here, why don't you learn how to make them? You know, I'm like, yes, challenge accepted, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> white chocolate macadamias, or, you know, especially of mine as a kid, you know, but then, you know, you don't really think of it as cooking, you know, definitely had to think of it as baking, you know, like how to do the two now cooking versus baking that whole ordeal. But, Back then I didn't do, I didn't think about it. So yeah, I was just following recipes, uh, making lasagnas, things like that. Um, I say once I kind of got into my, you know, mid twenties and, you know, started watching, like I said, food shows and food network, there's a lot of food, just the food craze itself is just kind of popping off. So there's a lot more information available, a lot more visual, uh, things to look at, you know, YouTube, which is popular, you can find any kind of recipe on YouTube Mm -hmm. now. And then, uh, so then I just started kind of adapting to say, oh, I want to kind of make this, or I wanna kinda of make that. Or like, you know, once you kind of start cooking, people start asking, you know, what do you, what do you like to cook? You know, so that's always at the question. So you had to figure out, oh, what do I like to cook? You know, and that kind of breaks breaks you down, like, well, who am I? You know, what do I like to cook? And then, you know, where's where am I from? Who am I? You know, just like these, you start kind of asking yourself these different questions where you break down, you know, the why behind, I guess, any kind of entrepreneurship, you know, they always say that, like, what is the why, you know, like, what is the why behind anything? What do you do? What is the why?
3: Uh, you know,
2: so, um, you know, so yeah, so I just, I just think I just started just messing around. Then once I um, started, you know, got into a management at the pizza place, um, just following the recipes. Uh, I got hooked up with the governor's mansion, um, just met some really good chefs there. And then how do you go from
0: pizza restaurant to catering at the governor's mansion? That seems like a big lane change. There, Yeah.
2: Well, you know, we, uh, you know, the restaurants is always those guys who are like just big homies with the kitchen industry, you know? So, uh, we had a good friend of ours named Kevin. He just loved, loved the pizza. I I think I made a jerk pizza, uh, and uh, with some mangoes and habaneros and some grilled chicken. It was just, it's really good. You know, the guy was just like, he came back and said, who the hell made this, who the (laughs) hell made this pizza? You know, like, where are you guys from? You know, because we weren't really from the area. It was a whole new place, you know? And I was like, how do you get my friend Mike down here? You know, Mike Lance, he was the, he was the head chef at the governor's mansion. Uh, um, Donnie's was kind of like a, like a hippie-ish place. Like Like there was a concert venue, a lot of jam bands, you know? So people were just like very friendly, open, you know, the same thing with like the cooking community. They're just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna tell my friend to come check you out." You know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, so people are like, "Who is this guy? What's going on? Who's making this good pizza?" And uh, you know, it's kind of chit-chat. And I was like, "Hey, man, I'm always looking for something. I'm just, you know, at my age, you know, I need, I need more experience. So the more kitchens I work in, um, just please, just give me a shot." You know, so, um, maybe a couple of months went by, and finally, he needed some help because we're getting into the, the season. He just invited me in, and. Uh started working on fine dining, doing catering. Um, funny story about him. The first time I walked into the kitchen, he tossed a, a whole a raw egg at me. He was, <laughs> like, here. he was like, here, catch. You know, like right as so I walked to the door and I caught it. And he was like, good. If you would have dropped it, I just would have told you to get out.
0: He like, yeah, <laughs> One hell of an interview. <laughs> yeah. So that's like,
2: that was kind of my introduction. to like the kitchen industry, you know, it's just kind of like a bunch of, you know, rowdy people, you know, and uh, <laughs> Uh, I did, so. I, you know, once I worked with him, I got to another chef at a country club and then there was a bunch of young, just innovative chefs and all they would do was just reading cookbooks and like, just pushing the envelope of like new food. And, you know, they always say like, look at a recipe, but don't ever like follow it, you know, make it your own, you know? Cause we all kind of do, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, eventually once you kind of like, I like more sauce, I like more heat, I like more of this. I mean, essentially you're creating your own recipe, you know, you just make sure you just write it down, you know, just make sure you write it down, write it down. Um, so you can follow it and just make it better.
0: Which my, um, my grandma and my dad's, side never did much to his yeah. chagrin because he, he, you know, he, my dad's one of the best cooks I know better than a lot of restaurants I've gone to. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's okay. It's not as good as how my mom made him. Like, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. You know, it's always that, that memory thing too, or like, you know, once you got it and you know, sometimes it's, yeah, I don't know what, you know, you say stuff like that's never good as mom, but yeah. Cause that memory's there, you know, mm-hmm. it's always. I can I can go to some shitty restaurant and just have if I had a good time there and I was be like ah oh, the food is great <laughs> you know but it wouldn't be that good it was just that moment you right. know You're just like you take yourself there you know but uh, that yeah boring. not yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so how did you so going from you know the governor's mansion catering and, and the country club what drew you into the realm of barbecue because I know hmm. that can be a, uh, contentious contentious cutthroat kind yeah. of underground scene there that I've, <laughs> i found out in the last couple of years
2: yeah no it, it 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 is i think uh maybe just the lack of barbecue in this area kind of just led me to do my own kind of barbecue you know uh um my uh my grandfather in, in compton when we were younger he he built a he built a smoker it's like a, like a brick oven per se at this point you know but it was like you know he's it was, it was a brick grill you know and he was just so proud of it you know and it's just like this thing you know you're like oh what is barbecue you know it's probably like eight or nine i don't even know maybe even younger you know I just remember him just like staring at the grill like yeah i built that you know, <laughs> just like, you know like, like yeah you know you know like i said he was you know he's a proud you know black man in compton he owned his house and he was building and fixing it up you know and he just like you know at the grill in the backyard was like the icing on the cake you know you got <laughs> like yes like you know my my king you know so I, you know i remember him just making I'm sure he made ribs, you know, but we were just smacking on some barbecue. He left. I came back to me like two weeks later. I was like, granddad, you know, I want, I want what you made last week or whatever. And he was like, what was it? You know, and he, they were like ribs, I think. And I was like, I don't know, you know, and another one of the situations, like, I don't know what it is, but I want it, <laughs> you know, and then, and he wasn't ready to really cook them at that time. And I think he was even debating like, you know, oh, well, it takes a long time to make the ribs. You know, I'm just a kid. I just want immediate gratification. <laughs> I'm thinking you could just pop, just turn the fire on and pull them out, you know? And he was like, well, we got to go get the ribs. You know, I got to get some charcoal. And he was kind of debating. And he kind of looked at me. and He kind of saw my eyes. And I was just like, probably these big puppy dog eyes. Like, yeah, yeah. What else do you need to do? Let's do it. You know, like, <laughs> what else? It's not that big of a deal, right? So he was like, well, let's just go for a road trip. You know, so I was just giddy. He got this way. So I'm rolling around with Granddad. You know, I think he had this big, he had this big uh, maroon Lincoln, like, Mark V, you know, or something like that. Some <laughs> just, just beautiful pimp ride. <laughs> you know, we're just cruising down L.A., Uh, And and like Long Beach area and uh, just going to get ribs and just different things. And it became this whole ordeal where like I just kind of hung out with my granddad, you know, just to cook these ribs. And um, that's just, you know, that you just get that passion, that memory is always there. So I was kind of like, okay, now it's ribs, you know, barbecue is let's do it, you know, especially just cooking outside. Um, you know, you don't want to be in a inside on a hot day, so you know, or
1: outside a on a cold one in Wisconsin. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Well, you know, if you're gonna be outside, make it a big fire. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, make it a big fire. Yeah, at least, Casey.
0: You know? Casey thought it'd be a good idea. He was homebrewing beer. Was it last year, two winters ago? Uh, it was
1: two winters ago, 20 <laughs> below. No, no, thank you. No, <laughs> never again. And, uh,
2: you know, some days like a Super Bowl, or, you know, like an opening day. So i like, oh, I mean, you know, I, I've done uh, cooking for opening day. And that's another thing, too, like just helping friends out, just doing the cooking where I just didn't mind doing it. So a lot of times with like my roommate, they, you know, when I was, uh, you know, we're just kind of like, oh, I'll make the noodles. I'll cook. You know, it's not a big deal to me. I don't mind doing it. You know, then you kind of. Like, said so that I think that's kind of one of the first times I realized I was kind of good at cooking. Is cooking for other people is volunteering because I didn't mind it for one. And then people other people just couldn't do it. You know, they just couldn't wrap their head around it, you know, like the fire and water and timing and you know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, is, it, is it really that big of a deal? But you know, it is, you know, it's just, you know, when you, you think about it, you know, but uh, you know, yeah. So just doing for uh, one day I was I remember what one opening day, it was just Balls cold like it was probably maybe like four or five years ago and i brought a, a couple of friends of mine from springfield you know if you people even you know about southern illinois it's like right you know 50 degrees warmer there and i don't you know you know you know, give at any given time you know it definitely doesn't freeze at all so it's like you know but they think we're, we're in the midwest we're in illinois it's cold you know like, <laughs> or, like we're going to wisconsin bro like it's cold you know so yeah. <laughs> i was like bring a coat a real coat Okay, not a jacket, not a sweatshirt, like a coat.
0: Okay, like it's gonna be cold. Oh, especially down by on Lake Michigan, the wind yeah. Comes oh, oh yeah. I was like, Yeah,
2: exactly. I was like, dude, that wind's gonna come off that lake. It's gonna eat you alive. You have no idea. You know, I'm trying to warn him, <laughs> Trying to warn him. Sure enough, we get out here. You know, he's got this little thin little windbreaker. It's little jeans. He's a, little, geez, a little young. He's a younger guy. I got Tim. He's like my my adopted son in the uh, kitchen. I always always claim. I always claim some young kids when I'm at that. You know. Every kitchen I'm at, I'm like, oh, you're you're my adopted son today. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I always call him, so he's always calling me dad. But nonetheless, I was like, man, you got the little hole in your jeans, bro. You're going to be so cold. And it was just, like I said, it was just freezing. We're like, you couldn't even drink the beers because the beers are too cold. You know, you're trying to, we're, we're just all huddled around the grill with this little Weber, like, we're like, you know, like a bunch of little hobos. It's just like, okay, we're just going to stay here and tough it out, you know?
1: That's the uh, true origin of the brandy yeah. old fashioned. It was the only thing that wasn't pro, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, you're just doing different things, man. And, that, and I think that's like this, like I said, it's the love for it. You're just cooking for people and they appreciate it. In all these random, you know, random places, you
0: know. and yeah. uh, just to back it up. I imagine your grandpa yeah. didn't just pop on YouTube and Google or how to build a smoker. He did that. Did he do it all himself, or did it-
2: I mean, yeah, he did it himself. But like I said, it was basic, you know, brick and mortar. You know, I think he just kind of built a box, put some grates on it, and you know, had a probably like a tinfoil lid. You know, it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy fancy. You know, but uh, I mean, that, that's your basic smokers that I mean the old days are just cinder blocks or something mm-hmm. in the backyard. They had a, you know, some kind of metal grate to go over the fire and they would just do it. You know, they would just you know, or just have <laughs> kind of open, you know, your open pit, you know. Uh what is it that uh the salt lick I think it is down in uh in Austin. These mm-hmm. obviously pictures of that open pit grill where it's just so rich it's a you know big brick wall and there's a big fire in the middle, you know, and there's just like random things hanging over all over the edge, you know, like we've only gotten modern day where we actually got the you know the offset smokers and these pellet girls but everything was really just either a hole in the dirt <laughs> or it was some <laughs> kind of, you know, cinder block, you know. Right. I mean you know and my folks were my dad's side was from Texas, so I always kinda had an epiphany, you know, at a thing for like, you know, I always had a I always had to barbecue because that's like a Texas thing, you know, so I always had that pride in, in me like, okay, I do need to you know, I'm from Texas, you know, that's what they do. You know, I should be able to, you know, barbecue, you know, and uh, you know, but yeah, that's that's some of those bigger things they're they're throwing a whole half a hog half a hog or half a cow. Actually it takes it to a cow's you're throwing a half a half a steer in the big ass uh, you know big pit, kinda like they do pigs in Hawaii. You know, but yeah, it's, it's just you, know, you just gotta dig a hole and start a fire, you know. So yeah, that's that's basis the barbecue it is,
1: you know. So so you mentioned uh Texas. So do you have an affinity for Texas style barbecue versus like Carolina style or Kansas City style? Um,
2: for, for my brisket, yeah. You know, I, for brisket, it's Texas all day. I just do, I do, a, uh, um, the salt, um, salt and pepper, you know, they don't stick around with it too much. Um, uh, I do like a little bit smokier side of it. So I may go with a little more, I go hickory, you know, and a little cherry instead of the standard oak. I think a lot of places in Texas use oak. Um, but you know, as far as flavoring, the brisket i keep it simple this is salt pepper and smoke so casey I, I just really cleared eat.
1: my schedule for next week do you want to go down there <laughs> uh, actually no we have Renfest next week oh, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry guys God, it's, I'm plenty, hungry. It's, it's, it's plenty of barbecue, plenty of barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> i say wait till spring i would say the receipt is a great city right on the lake you know small little town but just just wait till spring like no, the, <laughs>
0: yeah well i have family down in the milwaukee area so i'm okay yes yeah not my favorite time to go down there in the winter. No, nope,
2: no, nope. yeah the the lake the lake's a beast out here. Yeah. You know, the wind coming off of it is a whole different realm.
0: So going back, uh, you said you're you're studying music in high school. Did you go to school for music, or what did you originally plan on uh, going into? I
2: did. Yeah, I did go to Parkside for music. I was just music and general studies. Um, I, you know, I was kind of a, I was producing. You know, kind of everybody rapped it that day. We were kind of singing. You know, like singing and rapping and uh, producing songs. But I don't think. I, they didn't have a program for like music production per se so I, I was just going to school to sing and so I was like ah, I'm not going to do this you know I'm just so I just started working and uh as like I said it's just worked in dead-end jobs so, that, so I could figure out what I really wanted to do because at that point if I was I was like I, said, I was producing just doing stuff on my own at that point I was throwing parties and then I started DJing and uh um, you know I just kind of just kind of winging it that way just making money a little side money and you know just entertaining friends and um, you know, it was, yeah, we we're just kind of having fun, you know, mid twenties, <laughs> you know, just hanging out and doing it. And, uh, you know, so yeah, I, I went to school for that. And then I think once I, um, I think I read a book where it's just like, you know, take the five things you really love to do and make that your career, you know, And I think it was like, don't sweat the small stuff, make money. I don't, I'm not pretty, but they, had, they, they, had, they had those series of books for a while, those right. books were everywhere, you know, like oh, oh, yeah. this, don't sweat the small stuff, don't, you know, whatever. Uh, chicken soup, it's like like chicken soup for the soul, it was like a thing where it's like everything, and it was like you know, it's like self help for dummies type stuff. And uh,
0: I just circumvented the books and went straight to the barn. <laughs> yeah,
2: like they're 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 quick reads. You know, they're quick reads. Shit, lucky, you know, and I and I, thumb, I was thumbing through that, and I think it was kind of like okay, well, I'm doing music. You know, like what else do I want to do? You know, and uh, so I was just doing retail, and I think that's when I just kind of started cooking like okay well i got the music i could always fall back on djing um but with the schedule for me djing it was like friday saturday nights those are your busiest nights for restaurants too so i couldn't really you know I didn't it wasn't feasible for me to stop making i'm making a thousand dollars or whatever for a wedding on a saturday to go get my ass kicked in the kitchen on a saturday <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> uh, you do the math you know right. so but that didn't but the, you know i think i was I started kind of hitting thirty? I was like, okay, what I really want to do a career out of. So I was like, okay, I can always go back to DJing. Let me get this. Let me get this cooking. You know, let's just really start focusing on, um, like I said, this recipes. And when I was, you know, when I was in Springfield and working uh, in the country club with those guys, I started out in pantry, which is like the lowest, you know, not the lowest level, but um, you're kind of like just doing salads, some desserts. Um, it does get busy, but um, it's not necessarily like the expensive items, you know. So you just kind of that's where they kind of start people at. To, to see, you know, test your time management. Test your knife skills. Can you can you cut carrots? Can you cut salad? Can you? Uh, you know do you, you know like can you you know whatever you know can you cut fruit you know are you gonna like cut your hand you know what, whatever you know can you just can you get used to getting yelled at without like a, you know can lo- blood on the
1: steaks okay? <laughs> well that's why you <laughs> just cook it longer <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah
2: believe me they're not they're not gonna let anybody jump on the steak station you know
3: <laughs>
2: usually yeah usually if someone's on the grill they're like angry and they've been there for years you don't want to go over there anyway <laughs> you know because it's a hot it's a hot place and then you know you're gonna get burned you know it's hot you don't go over and play around with the grill um you know especially inside of a busy restaurant so
0: So what so it you said pantry is that i guess department for lack of better words what yeah what's your next step up from there
2: so there um you know i guess so once you kind of there i guess you would kind of decide what you want to do you know if so you, you kind of have your saute station where they're doing like more delicate things uh you know your pastas your fishes um, you have your grill station where they're doing the big steaks um you know meats you kind of get into your carving um so the saute they would do most of the fish so if you want to kind of learn how to cut fish you know your salmons um, more delicate vegetables things like that cooking on top of the stove you know that's where you would kind of go with that um, if you're kind of you, know, you want to do more butchering uh, you want to learn how to cut uh excuse me here some ribeyes <laughs> or some something like that and uh you go to your grill station uh middle guy is kind of like your expo uh sometimes it's they're kind of like the line lead or sometimes they're just somebody who's just catching plates but it really depends on the situation and what kind of goes out. Uh for me I, w- I went I went end up going to the middle line um and I was kind of like I don't know at that point, you're kind of managing people, managing times, you know. So I kind of just transferred my retail management into that situation. Where I'm talking to people, communicating, um, trying to, you know, just get the line down per se, you know. Um, but like I said, some places you're just you're just a kid who's just like, okay, I'm just putting it on a plate, <laughs> you know, like you're just listening to the saute guy or the grill guy. You know, sometimes, you know, a lot of those it depends on the restaurant which one uh is just more important, I guess, you know. Um, but a lot of times people just end up going there because somebody didn't show up, <laughs> you know, if all of a sudden the saute guy just doesn't show up one day and you're, the, you're in the pantry and they're just like, Hey, slide over. And you're just like, okay. Then Hey, you're a saute guy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, the, the dishwasher is the same way. You know, like if you did wash the dishes one day, and then all of a sudden the grill guy, you know, gets bogged down. Like some, a lot of times the fry the grill guy and the fry guy are the same type of situation. And I said like, Hey, I need somebody to come over here and drop fries. And so you're dishing, you know, you're over there and you're just, then you're by the grill guy, you're just watching, you're paying attention. And as long as you know, you're not getting in the way, you know, they're gonna show you something. And then, so then you become a grill guy, you know, it's just kind of, you kind of fall into place. Um, uh, I, I think, yeah, with my, uh, I've always been kind of like middle sous chef, kind of, uh, you know, more management because I I had less experience cooking, but I I had more experience managing people. So. Um, that's another reason why I wanted to get into cooking, wanted to work my way up because I know I liked it and I did, I wanted, I wanted that respect. I wanted to know every aspect of the kitchen. Um, I always kind of knew I wanted to do my own thing. Um, eventually have, maybe, you know, have my own restaurant or pop up, you know, something, you know, you always want to, you know, everybody wants to have something for their own. Um, but I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be like these kids who come out of school and just think, "Hey, I'm gonna open up a restaurant. <laughs> you know, like I wanted to be able to have these experiences to be able to handle things and know, what I was really getting into. That's just kind of how I am, you know? Like, uh, I just study and just like really get in depth with something before I just jump into to do it, you know? Um, but yeah, so I just did that for for a minute in a combat her And, to see, and I, I worked my way up from pantry uh, through the line. And then once you get past the line, uh, you get to like sous chef or like um, chef de cuisine. Maybe you're just doing specials. You know, that's what they, they do. Or you're like a sous chef, you're kind of right underneath the head chef. Um, and there's different levels of that. You have executives, you chef, you have, you know, whatever, you know, sometimes some people are just learning, you're just doing all book work, you know, you know either you're a chef, you're just really just handling, ordering, you know, just whatever, you know, cause you just, you just someone has to do it. Um, so I kind of worked my way after that, after head chef and then, uh, yeah. And then you kind of just figure it out after that, you know, once you get to head chef, you either go to work for somebody else or you have your own restaurant, you know, and, um, it kind of depends on what you want to do.
0: When did you start to think that I want to make a career out of this? I mean, as much fun as retail management can be, I, mean, I, I yeah. was in that realm, still am in that realm, unfortunately. Yeah. But No, yeah. You
2: know, and like I said, I, I, in my, I think in my head, I, I, I liked it. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was a job. I, you know, like I said, Starbucks was great. They had great benefits. It was easy hours, you know, like, you know, I got to see a lot of people. I'm super social, you know, with my DJing, it was great. Cause I would see a fluctuation of people all the coming and going. I had, you know, it was good. And then, like I said, I, that, that that one customer was just like, what are you doing here? You know? And it, and, and I, I think I laughed at all because it's kind of like, I just kind of like, whatever. But then, like, it really stuck with me like that, you know, you build these relationships with, you, with these people and he he or she, I can't remember what it was, but they actually cared enough to say, hey, like, this isn't your life, you know, like, you're, you're good here, but you're, obviously you have a brighter light that you need to be doing, you know, like, you know, you're not into coffee. And I just like when it kinda of stuck me like, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't need coffee. You know, it wasn't like I didn't I didn't like the job per se, but I just wasn't my field. You know, I could sell anything, you know, really if I wanted to. So then I was like, Oh, yeah, maybe I, I should start, you know, mean looking at cooking, you know, let me just do it and um uh, you know, I don't. I don't know. I just kind of just jumped into it. I once my friend was like, "Hey, do you want to you want to manage my kitchen? Do you want to do it so bad?" I'm sure I was dirt cheap too. You know, <laughs> so I'm just like yes, I'll do it. You know, like, it
3: in,
2: his, in his head, he's like, "Oh, if I had to hire a head chef, I had to. You know, I have to, you know I can't pay this guy twelve bucks an hour." I was like, "But I'll do it. I don't care. You know, like just let me do it." Um, and then yeah, so I, I I just started just working. You know, you know, stay if they just working for somebody. Uh, I uh, I moved back to Racine. I was head
0: chef at Vero. I, was uh, it a job offer that brought you back or did you come back for family?
2: Um, it was a little bit of both. Uh, well, at the country club I was at, um, I was sous chef. Uh, my head chefs just, they just up and quit. There's kind of, they both, they kind of had a disgruntle with the management and they quit. Um, I was really good with the general manager of the country club and he was like, well, you know, right now we're, we're like right in the beginning of summer too it was like right in the beginning of our busiest season there's no way you could really hire somebody and like ride through it but i had been there a few years already so i already knew the i already knew the game so i was gonna do it so i was like hey i'll run you know i'll run it you know i can do it uh you know in my head i'm thinking yes i'm priming on myself to become head chef <laughs> you know what i mean like yes i'm gonna do it crushed it all summer uh, you know you know you know in kitchen retention too i my, thank god the, the the crew stayed with me Um, you know, which says a lot about, you know, just character and, you know, I I applaud those guys forever because they didn't have to, you know, they gave be like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't trust you. (laughs) You (laughs) you, You're not even from here. You know what I mean? Like whatever, you know? So, but they, you know, they stayed and I mean, they're a bunch of great guys. I still talk to all the guys, you know, to this day. Um, But, you know, we, we rocked it all summer, you know, we spent a lot of good hours and then like once everything was done, they hired somebody else, you know, and that's kind of like, ah, Okay. This is that once again, this is not my restaurant. I, you know, I didn't take mm-hmm. it personal, but I, like, okay, this is not my restaurant. This so, is not my place.
0: That's gonna sting though. Uh,
2: yeah, oh yeah, oh it's stung. Yeah, you know, oh it hurt, you know. But then uh so then I started really looking for jobs, you know. And then uh I saw an ad for an African Caribbean restaurant in Racine, you know, at <laughs> all. I, I was like, Oh, I'm from Racine. I was <laughs> like, That's right up my alley. Is really, you know, that's real, you know. And uh, you know, I had the interview set down. Um uh, and they're like yeah we really want you to come back if you you know you need a head chef and you know, your qualifications are great and you know, i was like all right well I'm, i'll move back because at this point like we, the restaurant i was originally working for uh, they had closed down and uh we didn't have any family there so we were just working you know we had friends but we didn't have you know like, so we didn't have any family any kind of you know real ties there uh my wife's family her um her family's here in wisconsin so we're like well we'll just go back you know everybody's kind of getting older um it's just you know we're driving back every other week or you know whatever anyway just you know just to visit you know visit friends so like just just moved back now that we have the job so we came back um and just yeah and then so I just once I was there um I was there for about a good year and then uh they were paying me they were paying me way too much I'll admit it you know mm-hmm. for ever seeing you know and that me I applaud them but I was kind of like you know I'm gonna I should probably start looking for somewhere else to go you know because uh um, I think, you know, the, the duty as, you know, just be a good human being, obviously don't force somebody to pay you, right. <laughs> you know, like, don't be a dick and just show <laughs> up to work and be like, Hey, you know, just give me money, you know, cause everybody's, you know, that, that, you know, a lot of restaurant owners are, they're not even getting paid, you know, they're paying the employees and the misconception is that they're all rich and they're all doing this. but most of them are just reinvestigating into the business or it's just going straight to bills. You know, no one's really getting rich. Um so that's when so I left uh there and just started that was sous chef at a couple of restaurants in uh in Milwaukee. And they were busy. They were crazy busy. That was like my real introduction to like a real restaurant, because you know? <laughs> the country club and the governor's mansion, you know, you're like whatever, you know, it's, like, it's not it's it's busy, but it's not, you know, it's not standard public, you know, where everybody can just, you know, you are dealing with two or three hundred people every day, you know. Um I worked at Blues Egg in Milwaukee and that in breakfast is crazy it's it's, i don't you know i I wasn't you know a dj i i don't get up to like 11 12 o'clock breakfast was like it was a foreign thing to me you know i was like i can't be that busy who eats breakfast you know what i mean it was like but the brunch the brunch craze is crazy you know it's insane how many people come out for brunch so but you know nonetheless you know we're just rocking out like 300 400 people a day you know it's just insane but you just learning your chops you know just doing it um, and then I was, uh, working and seeing at another place. And then that's what COVID kind of stuck. And then, uh, the restaurant shut down, uh, or these closed, they just shut down. I, sh- I, always, I always, say that, but really, you know, COVID shut everything down. Mm-hmm. They, they had to close their doors for, for whatever. And then when they did open, it was like five guys trying to fight for enough work for one. You know, so in the same sense, like, okay, what, what can I do? You know, I can't just show up be like, Hey, I need to get paid. Um, so I just started doing pop-ups with another friend of mine. Um he was already doing them. And uh sap, uh big up to Alex and SapSAP crew. Uh he needed help because he, he was getting busy and he needed, you know, people who actually knew how to work the line. So then I jumped in, helping him out. And he just kind of like, same thing, Emerson. Why why aren't you doing it? <laughs> you <know? laughs> what are you doing? You know, because he was doing he was doing it every other week. And uh, you know, so there was a week available. And, you know, I was kind of looking for something. So I was like, all right, you know, yeah, let's do it. You know, so I, um, I was started barbecue and I had like two, two large, like, you know, two circular uh, Weber grills. And for the first week it was okay. And then like the second week, got busier and I'm trying to do like eight or nine pork butts on these little <laughs> Webers, you know? And uh, I, was, I was kind of in the back doing something and all of a sudden I just heard this terrible fall
1: you know oh, this noise. No. I was
2: like, mm, was that 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 wasn't a great, you know? And I go out there and the girls are just on the ground, like they just collapsed with the weight was <laughs> just too much. So I was like, okay, I need to give myself a real, a real smoker, you know. So then I, and uh, I, I got my, uh, got my uh, unemployment money, you know, got that little chunk, you know. Thanks, Trump. Uh, don't, don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I got the got the little COVID money, and uh, and so first thing I did was buy, I bought a big trailer, a big smoker, like a big. Uh, you know 22 gallon offset smoker to do uh, real you know real barbecuing you know? and and so that's, that's so I've only naturally had my pit for about you know four or five months now, so that's why I'm like, don't call me a pit master yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just touching this thing, you know, let alone like you know work some of these big rigs, you know and um, but like I say it is, it's a beast though it, it does it does put a lot of, a lot of you know it does put a lot of, a lot of food and uh, so yeah, so now I'm just kind of just venturing into the barbecue world. Like I said, I've always loved it, but now it's like it's a whole different
0: realm. I mean, starting your own business on a good year is, is stressful as is. I mean, let alone opening, yeah. coming here. Well, I suppose we're still smack dab in the middle of COVID 19. I mean, right. did you have any concerns or did your friends or family be like, what, what the hell are you doing?
2: You know, I, I don't really think I realized I was starting a business, if it makes sense, you know, because like I said, I was just kind of cooking. That's just what I did. And I was like, well, you I, know, I was selling. Um, you know, I was selling plates, you know, stuff out the house, you know, just for friends and family, just because I was just cooking things that I like to cook and people were just kind of buying them anyway. So it was kind of like that same concept, like, well, I just got to cook some food for people. And, you know, a lot of people are stuck at home, you know, they 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 can't cook, um, they're looking for food, a lot of restaurants weren't open. Yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, some, th- you know, the thing that I was, I was kind of dropping off some food to some of my friends, parents who were like, you know, couldn't get out. And you know, I was like, I don't know. You're just kind of doing it, and then, um, you know, I, I had I had the Dragon Pit barbecue concept because I was selling spices. You know, I uh, from the kitchens, um, I would just had I was just developing recipes. You know, just writing them down, and I kind of had always had this bucket list thing of like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get rich selling sauces. You know, but never did. <laughs> you, know, just, you know, just you know, like uh, everyone everyone has that million dollar idea. You know, right. so I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm always gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and. Uh, I, you know, I just didn't do it. uh, uh then my, my father got sick. Uh, he had diabetes really bad, you know, so then that bucket list thing kind of became more real to me, you know? I was like, okay, if I don't do it now, you know, then when am I going to do it? So then I just, you know, I just bottled it, uh, sent it down to Penzie Spices in Chicago, you know, local uh, spice merchant, and they just whipped it up for me, you know? And, and it was that easy, you know? It's just like, oh, damn, you know, like, <laughs> all this time of thinking it's going to be this hard thing. And, you know, it's just kind of, once you put your, once you get your mind to go do it, you just, it just starts to, everything just starts to fall into place, you mm-hmm. know? So um, with that, I was like, okay, you know, so now I just had the barbecue idea and I was just kind of selling spices. Just like I said, if it, if it doesn't work at the end of the day, I'll have Christmas presents, you know, everyone, everyone loves spices for Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we were doing it anyway, you know? So, um, so, so then I always had that. And then once I was trying to push it I was like, well, I probably show people how to use the spices per se. So then I was like, so I started kind of selling barbecue, like, okay, this is, um, you know, my, my big M's paradise powder. It's, uh, it's like a nice smoky, um, you know, typical kind of barbecue. And so was, but it's great on pork, you know, and working at the country clubs, we had barbecue nights. So I was always just making batches of this stuff. So I just knew it was just a great overall spice. And, uh once I just kind of started doing that, like I said, the need was just there. And then also like, yeah, people like, I love barbecue, you know, like (laughs) I'll buy some if you sell it. And I was like, okay, I guess I should sell it then. uh, So then, yeah. So then, so then I had the, you know, so so I started like, okay, yeah. Dragon pit barbecue, you know, like, okay. You know, I just, you know, kind of, you know, this is my thing, you know, and uh, then I had a interview a guy from the local paper interviewed me uh, for COVID businesses, you know, like, okay. And you know, in the midst of, uh, COVID-19 like, you know it must have been like a, it must have been a story that people were just doing uh, because uh, it got picked up by Associated Press and then uh, it circulated like all over the country uh, and then I got picked up by uh, Good Morning America.
3: Oh wow. So
2: yeah it was it was crazy because I was literally like only like three weeks into this and then I got a call for Good Morning America and I was like, no fucking way. This, this is, this is, this dude, whoever, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, you want to be on Good Word in America? And I was like, whatever. This is the truth. I called her. She's like, yeah. I looked her up on Facebook. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. NBC. Holy shit. This is the real situation. <laughs> and uh, she was like, yeah, it was like, I think it was like Saturday night. She called. She was like, if I can get an interview Sunday, you'll be on there Tuesday. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, like, that's just, <laughs> that's and some really was, fast like, turnaround, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. Even after doing the interview, you know, and it was like, but that was, but she asked. He basically asked me the same question that he had asked me about, like, how what are chefs doing right now? You know, amidst restaurants, so people are cooking from home. You know, people are doing meal prep. Um, you know, it was kind of. So I'm thinking it must have been like a like a, a story that was like hot right now. Um, so then, once that aired, then it was just then it was just you know no turning back after that because people were just people were just coming. You know, and. I'm like, Oh, this is a business. This is real deal. You know, Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can make money at this here, you know, this is like what I want to do, you know? So it wasn't even something like I was, uh, you know, I've always wanted to have my own thing and uh, you know, working, you always tell yourself, Oh, I'm too busy to work. I'm too busy to do this. Uh, if I only had the money, if I only had the time, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, I'm telling other, I'm always telling other people that like, I'll just do it, you know, just do it, you know, just do it, do it, do it. Like just, you know, talk, don't talk about it, be about it, you know, and here I am doing the same thing myself. You know, it's always, it's always easy to give other people advice about their life, you know?
1: Well, Um, it sounds like media kind of just took away your choice in the matter. You just, you just had to do it.
2: Right. Exactly. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, so let's <laughs> just, you know, I, I kind of was on this, like, just say yes mission, you know, this whole year. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just going to get out of my way. You know, uh, you know, uh, I was doing a lot of self-reflection over the year. Like once, like once COVID hit and everything locked down uh, my wife and I actually had split up at that time. And so I was just kind of just, I would say by myself, but just really just hammering down, trying to figure out who I was and what I needed to do. And I realized, you know, there's a lot of you know, mental blocks that we put on ourselves. Those little dumb voices in our head that right. just tell us no, or like, <laughs> you know, just don't do this. Or, well, if you do this, this might happen, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so you just have all this negative self-talk, you know? And uh, So I, I, I told myself like, just get out of your way ever since, like from here on this this whole year, because everything shut down, you know, is this, what can we do? You know, just do something, you know, just don't be so fucking negative. Just stop stop with the stop talk <laughs> you, know, so, uh, you know yeah so if you ever see if you ever see my post i was like best me 2020 is my thing you know like i just want to give the best person i can and just tell myself just get out of the way and I, just, and I just shut up and get out of the way and so this whole barbecue thing is the same situation like shut up and just do it so of course i could have been like nah restaurants are gonna open back again i'm gonna go back you know do whatever i wanted you know if we yay but i was just like no nah, let's just do it let's just do it and just roll with it And you know." just don't be afraid to fail. I mean, the worst thing you do is, you know, I can say you could fail, but it's not going to, not going to matter. You know, you can always go back to doing your normal thing Mm -hmm. if you wanted to. Um, So yeah, so we're still just kind of, I'm still just kind of catching, you know, just catching the world by the tail. (laughs) (laughs) Just holding on, just holding on to dear life, you know, it's like, you you know, now I'm doing interviews and I'm talking to kids, you know, and just things. And it's, it's interesting. You know, I'm still, I'm discovering a lot about myself still in the process of just, you know, talking to you guys about it, you know, about what I'm doing because I'm still trying to figure it out you right now. <laughs> you know, but I feel like you know, that's how everybody is. everybody's everybody right now is just trying to figure out what the hell we're all just trying to survive and hold
0: on. Yeah, I've had quite so. a few people ask me, like, oh, you how do you do a podcast? I'm like, well, you you find a guy with a studio, you get drunk at a brewery, <laughs> and then two weeks later you have a podcast.
1: It's great. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know I've drunkenly this? made myself a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, nah, man, kudos, kudos to you guys. It's one of the things where everyone's like, oh, I should make a podcast. I should make a podcast. You know, like you should do a video or you should do YouTube something, you know, and, it's, and it is just one of the things you either do it or you don't.
1: You just you have know, to hit so, the gas and go.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then you, know, you find like yourself that. back at the same brewery and <laughs> reading articles about this guy who started up a barbecue pit. And like,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. so
0: how do I get the barbecue in Hudson if he's in Racine podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Oh, it all comes just get out of your way, right? right. It just works. <laughs>
2: So where the did you come,
0: come up, sorry to interrupt, you. where did you so, come up with the name Dragon Pit Barbecue? I mean, did you bounce that ideas around with other people or did you have that in mind going into it? Um,
2: you know, I, I it was just one of the things where I just had to stop overthinking it. And uh, I was born in 76, Year of the Dragon. Uh, I'm a big uh, Bruce Lee fan, you know, Enter the Dragon is one of my favorite movies. You know, I was just kind of like, I think Game of Thrones is on, you know, you're like the picture of the dragon in the pit and all the fires all around. I was like,
1: oh, Hell yeah.
2: Dragon pit fire, bar- like I love dragons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> dragons are me, you know, like fuck it, you know, dragon pit barbecue it is. And I just like went with it, like don't overthink it, just go and just let it go, you know, just say, okay. And so, and you know, and luckily it stuck, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, it's just, it's I, I guess I, a lot of people like dragons, you know, it is a good concept, but it just kind of just work, you know? Um, yeah, that's what that's, that's it's as simple as that. Just said, Hey, this is, I like dragons. And, a lot of people do too. So, and they like fire and smoke. So. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it might have been like the scene where like the dragon, like burnt the, 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 the cattle, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, they yeah. just the scene where, like they just show the, the, it's the, you know, like the, this, basically barbecue i'm like oh somebody could eat that you
1: know like, like, i'm not like, the only like, one that thought why that. why are people yeah. complaining they've made it yeah. better perfect medium rare yeah i mean whatever
0: you know i
2: mean yes yeah, oh my god someone's gonna be mad about that i
0: sure. uh, yeah but
2: yeah it's like oh but that was just so it's one of the things like oh that's barbecue dragon pit barbecue barbecue you know like fire yeah this is that's what that makes sense you know so yeah
0: in prior to launching up your pop-up, I mean, did you ever do any barbecue bar, bar, uh, competitions? I know, um, I know, there's a big one in Illinois. I don't know if it's like the the national. I just saw that I went down a rabbit hole during COVID of all sorts of different documentaries, like chef show and chef's table now recently, but they, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a great one. Of course I start watching that and I get the Facebook ads like, Oh, there's a barbecue competition in Mm -hmm. Illinois. Would you like Mm -hmm. to get tickets? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. But uh, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done any competitions yet. Uh, Basically just because I haven't had a competition type smoker, you know, um, maybe next year I might do one or two you know, just for the heck of it. Um, Because like I said, now I have a smoker. Now I can do it. You know, that was always one of those things too. We're like, oh, what well, I would do if I had a smoker, if I had the time or if I blah, 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 you know? So now I'm like, okay, now I have the time. Now I can do it. You know, like, um I don't necessarily think I, you know, I'm not really a competitive person per se, for, you know, in, in, any, in any realm, I, I'm always like, I'm a Libra, so I'm always like, real passive aggressive like it's cool (laughs) i don't need to do it real hard you know it's cool you know like i would be happy regardless if i win or lose like i just want to have fun i'm just hanging out um you know i think that's probably one of the reasons why i never really been big on music career either because i just like i just you know it's just so cutthroat per se Mm -hmm. you know and um so yeah i'm not but you know i think it'd just be fun to do it and not think of it as a competitive situation where like i feel like i have to win or i'll be disappointed if i lose you know or something like that but I think just to embrace the the community, it would be more or less why I would do it. You know, yep. you know, a trophy or two on the on the rack would be nice. You know, of course, <laughs> <laughs> just definitely work on the sales. You know, I can't hurt the sales for right. sure. But uh, but yeah, I'm not going to go in there. And you
1: know. so, is is the barbecue world like when we're talking about competitions and stuff? Uh, like, so we we do uh, we have a pretty heavy foot in the beer industry. And the beer industry, like, there's a little bit of competition. It's more collaborative than competitive. Yeah. Do you know is the smoking world more like that, or is it more competitive? Um,
2: I, I guess because you don't really have a lot of barbecue places here. So right now, there's a lot. You know, i I'm, I talk to the guys, you know, all the Iron Great and Heavy's table, and there's a couple of barbecue. There's a couple of popular barbecue places in Milwaukee. Um, but I think right now, just the whole culinary world is just kind of open um, just to, to talk, you know, just, okay. to just, 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 we're just talking food. Um, I'm sure if you're down in Chicago or like New York where, you know, restaurants are, are literally on top of each other, it might be a little bit more competitive, you know, or, you know, and, but you know, that's, like I said, just it, gets, it is what you're into, you know, um, everything can be competitive. If you wanted it to be yeah. I mean, video games, you know, you, you have assholes who are v- playing video games. <laughs> 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 you, know
3: what that's you, you
2: know what I mean? Like, come on, you know, like, <laughs> So, yeah. So, I mean, of course, you know, and, and, you know, if you're, if, you're, if your life's on the line, you know, if, if you know, barbecue it pays your rent and pays your bills, yeah, you're going to be a lot more competitive about it.
0: You okay. Know? Well, and I'm a professional button poker. So I work for a big national company and we, they fly us into Cleveland for training, but we have guys yeah. around the country. And one we had a guy from Texas a guy from Tennessee and a guy from North Carolina, and I, Saw that, and they—I think they must have had shirts or were talking about barbecue and stuff like that. So I just started talking yeah. and I'm like, "Oh yeah," but I heard Texas is way better than Tennessee, and then just <laughs> kept on, you know, stoking the flames between yeah. them and yeah. arguing and. Now I have
1: invites to go across country like, to go to oh, the food. Jeez, I don't know yeah. about that one. Like- <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's have you had cool, a Tater Tot
0: yeah. casserole before? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, yeah, tater Tot casserole, you can't go wrong. Or a hot dish. Uh,
0: sorry, I well, may, may talk to you up here. Well,
2: Oh, yeah. that's, that, that's that good Midwestern
3: food.
0: <laughs> it's like the Gangsy New York up here if you say it the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all, all, like, all you uh,
1: know is if you eat enough of it, you're going to stay warm on winter. It's like. uh, For sure, yeah. People kind of like, casserole? What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> <laughs> Tater toss. Uh, well, what kind of smoker are you using? Uh, what model did you, did you decide to go um, with and versus it, it, that or building your own?
2: um i got a it's an offset smoker i call it like a frankenstein because they have like a it's the barrel and then it has like a rip box connected to the barrel and like another heat box connected to it this is on like a like a portable trailer um a lot of guys use them for mobile um like pop-ups and things like that because you could do so much with them um, um more like it is more for like catering and doing just random things um i i the guy that made it, he uh, what is it? I can't think of his name now. But I happened to just find him on uh, found, I, I hate that I can't think of his name now. But uh, I found him on Facebook, you know, just looking for smokers. Um, like I said, once I kind of had the money, and you know, I was like, okay, I need to, what do I need? You know, I need a, I need a smoker. Let me find a smoker. Um, the only places that were really selling them were in like Texas or Georgia, and you know, you had to pay you know, mileage for that or whatever so some you know googling like talking to different people and a lot of people are like yeah i had my custom built you know I, I I drove to atlanta and picked it up and drove it back and I'm like i'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, not going to atlanta to pick up a smoker you know like no like, like that's ridiculous you know like because it, it just wouldn't be feasible you know as far as money goes because it's not really like a barbecue scene here per se you know and so you kind of like that's that fear you know again we're like uh let me talk myself out of not doing it you know and uh I came across this guy uh, from the Ozarks and uh, he considered Springfield, Illinois, a local drop-off. So I was like, oh, there's another one of those coincidences again. Like, hey, I I lived in Springfield. I know exactly where Springfield is, you know? And I was kind of like, well, this has got to be the good, you know, got to be the guy to get out the way, you know? And it was, it was a few grand, you know, it wasn't crazy expensive and like it was big enough to do what I need, you know? So I just drove down there and picked it up and like sending "Then now, now I'm, now I'm a
3: professional. You
2: know, like, I got, <laughs> I got the equipment now. You're know, like, liquor. yes. You're like, ah,
1: yeah. oh, shit. I spent money yeah. in the wrong direction. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Believe me, it, it was. It was probably like the most I've ever spent. You know, like on like one particular thing. You know, you know for a reason. You know, and uh, it, it, like you know, you talk to anybody, you talk to photographers, and they're like, no matter what you get, it gets expensive. The toys are expensive. You know, so." It was, that was a big deal. I was like, ah. and then like, and but the, what, what sold me was a guy, he was a good salesman. He was like, well, a lot of guys, what they do is they use them all summer and then they'll sell them. I was like, oh. to me, I'm like, Ooh, want to sell their pit. Like, you know, that's like, that's like the love thing, right? Like doesn't, one of the only people just love their pits. And he was like, well, a lot of people do it in those areas. Cause now the, now the smokers seasoned. And I was like, Oh, I could sell it seasoned. So then like in my head, I was like, okay, at least if, if word comes to worst, I could sell it. And still, I still get my money back, you know, or whatever. I mm-hmm. get more money, so like, okay, the chit All right, let's just do it, you know. Like another reason why I just get the fuck out the way, Emerson, is just say yes.
0: <laughs> just get out the way. Just shut up. Uh, What's well, the old the old adage that uh, boys never grow up? Their toys is actually get more expensive. Yes, yes, <laughs> yep. yes, yes, exactly. Yes, I'm just playing with
2: fire. At the end of the day, you know, right. like,
0: <laughs> like,
2: ooh, what happens if I put another log on here? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh.
0: So what what's been the reception like down you know from the locals in the receiving community and have you gotten any feedback from the your underground barbecue aficionados?
2: Um, the the feedback is really this phenomenal. just um, very humbling, uh, where people just you know like like yourself, you're like, hey, I saw this article. Uh, we just we're just kind of looking for some good news and we just want to support. Like we're, we're happy you're doing this. Uh, we love you know like we love barbecue. Um, you know we we we're, were inspired by people who are just doing something right now and uh, that's just really been my motivating factor that's really just been what's been pushing me to keep doing it because um, it is an inspiring tale I guess you know I'm building this story that is uh, you know just you know spreading the love and then pushing people to do something else you know just like don't give up <laughs> you know I'm 44 you know I'm just starting a new, a new business that like you know, like a restaurant business, like, you know, that's just for young people. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> usually, usually at my age, you know, like you're, you're looking to be like a head chef and retiring by now, you know, or are all like beat up or like, you know, uh, you know, they're all disgruntled. But I guess with me starting, you know, so late in, the, in my life, the career, the, you know, the cooking career is still new. I guess if I, was, if I was like 18 and I'd been cooking my whole life, I'd definitely be burnt out by it. You know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of one of those things like, you know, it's just, I guess it's the right time, you know, you know, it's, Sometimes the universe just puts things in place that you know you, you might want it, but you don't need it. So, thank God. Maybe I'm like I said, I'm glad I didn't cook because now it's still fresh to me. You know, I'm still hungry for it. You know, still every kitchen's a new learning experience. You know, I never walk into somewhere like, oh, I've seen this before, I've done this before, or something, you know, because like I said, it's still all new to me. And uh, and that's like I said, the reception has been great, man. And it's big up to Racine for sure because they just they've been my back, I support the friends. My friends have always been. Um, you no, know, great support system, like not growing up here, you know, growing up here and not having a lot of family here. I've always relied on my friends and, you know, just um, being, you know, taking pride in finding good people, you know, to surround yourself with. Um, you know, I have, I have a great support system. My friends are all super positive. Um, and I'm lucky in that regard because a lot of people, they don't have that where You know, they don't have people encouraging them to do stuff. And uh, um, like I said, it's just, it's, it's been great. You know, so I just try to, want just want to push it back. And I want to be successful for the story. <laughs> you know, It's not even about me, you know. It's more just about like, okay, here's a guy that did it, you know. And I want I want to be that guy for people, you know, because there's you know, like you're always I'm always inspired by people. I'm always inspired by underdogs, you know. Uh, you know, I'm a diehard Raider fan. You know, they're not the best team in the world, but like, you know, like but you know, like, I'm, I'm a big underdog guy, you know. And uh, you know, so I, I just I just love the you know building the story of it. You know, it's so it's, it's, it's been. It's inspiring me, you know. Inspire the people. I think that's you know what we all need to do. You know.
0: On the flip side of that, do you have guys that have been cooking or in kitchen since they're eighteen, and they're burnt out and disgruntled, telling you get out when you can, if you will. Uh, Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've had guys. I've, you know, and as a you know sous chef or whatever, you know, being kind of a younger guy less experience, when you come across those guys, they definitely will tell you, you know, like, hey, you know. You know, I I've been doing this for years and it sucks and blah, blah, blah. And then I just flip it on I'm like, well, just find another job. You know, like, what are you doing here? You know, because it's the same thing the person told to me. You know, not trying, you know, the same when I was at Starbucks, the same thing the person said to me, like, well, what are you doing here? You know, like it's still, you know, it's America's, you know, we still have our freedom. You know, you didn't have to come here, you know, like you woke up today and decided to come in. You did not have to do that. You know, you could find a job somewhere else doing something that you want to do. You know, like I, you know and most of these guys they, in, unfortunately they, they suck at what they do because they hate doing it you know they're, they're 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 you know what i'm saying they hate it so they they're just tearing, yeah. they, they, they fuck something up you know and that's you that's when that conflict happens because then their ego is feeding them versus just the reality of the situation like bro you're just not happy here like find a find another job bro <laughs> like you know or do something you know like you don't have to come in and cook like i like cooking i like doing this i like it when it's busy you know like every time you get a ticket in, you're crying and complaining about it, like that's your job. That's what you woke up and came to do. And, you know, sometimes people don't get it, you know, and they storm out the kitchen. Like, i I'm always like, well, if you don't like it, just fucking leave, you know, and they're always like, I will leave. I was like, well, fucking leave. You know, you don't like it. You don't like it here. Bye. You know, leave, get out of here. We'll find somebody else. You know, like I don't need you. I want you. It's a different situation. Like I like you as a person. I want you here on the line, but as a management, like you don't have, you know, I don't, I don't need you here. I don't need to put up with this bullshit just because you've been flipping stakes for 30 years, you know, like go find some other shit to do, bro. You're like, you're not dead yet. It's okay. <laughs> you know, Like, you know. and so, so yeah, I've definitely had some conflicts, but for the most part, you know, I think people, you just treat people like you want to be treated. And, and I, you know, I've always tended to be a mature, even killed person. And I think that just kind of reflects when you meet people, you know, I can, like I said, when I walk into the kitchen, I'm kind of like, Hey, I'm your bitch. You just tell me what you need to do. I'll do it the way you want it done. Okay, if I feel is a better way to do it, I'll vocalize it, and typically it's you know like I I love minimizing things. (laughs) You know, I I hate extra steps, so (laughs) I'm like, show me how you want it done. I'm gonna do my best to make it, you know, faster and more efficient. But you know, I would definitely not try to you know disrespect your teachings or whatever. You know, Um, you know that that goes back to the whole like Bruce Lee and martial arts training. You know, every every master is a student, you know, and every student is a master. You know, so. If you kind of keep that mind state, you you know people won't bother you. You know, you just just learning opportunities.
0: And I got twenty, yeah, twenty years this summer now in customer service and sales, and I, I see both sides of that coin because there's mm-hmm. a part of me that goes, I fucking hate doing this. Why am I doing this <laughs> at the yeah. same time? it's the only thing I know how to do. So it's, I'm going to do it the best that I can. Well, if yeah.
1: every day was awesome, it wouldn't be work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, right. 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 Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting into that, you know, the more the, the textbook side of it now, I like just dealing with the business side of it and like just, you know, answering emails and phone calls and like figuring out the balances and that's like, you know, okay, that that's now it's not the fun time. You know, that's, that's the stuff you the administrative stuff is, mm-hmm. Um, what i'm trying to you know hammer hammer down now you
1: gotta have that so you can have that saturday where you're just giving people delicious meat
2: yeah yeah exactly so uh so it's been nice so my you know my weeks that i'm off i'll get a chance to answer emails or you know do stuff like this or something like that and just kind of figure out the logistics of what i need to do and then that way it's time to cook i could just cook
0: Have you taken any classes or read books to try to navigate the business side of the house or any mentors out there that have kind of helped you out? Um,
2: you know, I'm, I'm just walking that path right now. You know, I'm talking to people, um, different uh, friends, you know, we just actually had a group meeting. Uh, like I said, the support group, I have, the friends we have are all talented people, you know, and uh, we're just all kind of, we need to, we all kind of sit down today like, let's kind of collect their ideas and our talents and see how we can help each other out. And um, so, yeah, I've, I've been looking at different, you know, small business loans, uh, things like that. But yeah, it really just, I'm still just like I said, just trying to catch it, catch into it. Um, Right now I'm just like, you know, just just selling, you know, just buying and selling food (laughs) at this point. But as far as creating the brand, you know, creating the brand and everything. Yeah. i am just, you know, I have shirts and things like that, but yeah. um, You know, just having that bigger picture, just trying to figure out where I want to take it, you know, what what are the next steps. Um,
0: And how important, you know, social media marketing is really the, the most efficient and easiest access to marketing for small business owners, how much of that has played in for you, you know, doing pop-ups, you know, of course, you know, now it's, Hey, going to be on this place at this time. Do you see a lot of people traction gaining from that? Or do you see more of the people that came and had your food and then go and tell their friends and family about it? It's
2: still word of, you know, word of mouth is the best publicity. So even through social media it's still basic word of mouth, you know, where someone has something good, they'll share it. And someone else will share it, you know, um, uh, you know i have the instagram you know of course you know hashtagging you know there's uh you know i listen to i don't know, listen to you know gary Vanderchuck. you know he's all about that social media you know hashtag you like you need a million hashtags right more content <laughs> more content <laughs> you know and it's like you just you know he's you pushing like yeah he's right you know cuz that's it's really what it comes down to you know it's just like there are people making money just doing that you know so can't take it lightly you know it's just it's like yeah. You got to wrap your head around it. I'm not making TikTok videos or anything yet, you know, but I mean, you know, you maybe, should, because you know, that's,
0: be that's 90% of my TikTok feed is the guys that are cooking.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's the thing, you know, like, okay, we'll do I, You know, like, is that the next phase of it? You know, like, like I said, I'm just kind of wrapping my head around the business. Like what, you know, what is it I want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely pushing, um, social media, you know, Instagram, just feeding that facebook you know just feeding the facebook all the time you said just creating the content you know just stepping aside and realizing it's a business you know I, I, for so long i used like facebook as a you know a personal thing so i you know i don't want to blow up people's feeds with a bunch of random advertisements you know so i had to get out of that mentality where like oh no this is my business now like this is my job i need to be blowing up people's feeds with advertisements now you know like in And for the most part, you know, I think people will love it because they want, they want to know what's going on, Mm -hmm. you know, so I can't really think of it as like, oh, I'm annoying people, but no, they want to know, you know, if I don't post it, they'll never know. So uh, we kind of just like have to get it out there to the community, you know, to think of it that way. Like, okay, people want it. I need to, I need to know know what's out here.
0: And so once people do come to your pop-up, what can, what can we, when me and Casey make the road trip down, what are we going to be able to find on your menu typically?
2: Typically, uh. Uh I'm doing doing ribs right now. Uh, I do Memphis style ribs. You know, we're talking about the different uh the different regions. I do uh, baby backs, dry rub, rib. Um I just started doing sauces. Uh when I do you know, at home, when I'm cooking at home, I'm like, you don't need sauces, my ribs are perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like where's the sauce?
2: You don't need sauce, just eat them. You know, they're dry, they're perfect, There's meat, eat it. You know, like you don't, know, you know, like same situation. You don't go to a steakhouse. Pay a hundred bucks for a steak and slather it with a one. You know? Oh no! You're gonna just, you're gonna eat the steak and and you know big ups to people do I know people who love ketchup on their steaks. That's fine. Uh,
0: they're wrong. But, they can
2: you,
1: you can't <laughs> yes, say but, that. I, yeah, I can't well. I mean I'm they like, are. but stance you can't on the say.
0: You know. R.O.A.S is putting on their foot down. Big us to big up to Ashley who loves the ketchup on her steak.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: but no, but that's you know when you when you grow up that's you know it's that same nostalgia thing like that's probably what she grew up at. You You know, as the people who can't afford to eat, you know, nice steaks all the time. So get these shitty steaks and they just have to eat, put ketchup on it because you're you're trying to feed your kids. What
1: what my grandpa always said, uh, he always did two beer steaks. It's a (laughs) beer per (laughs) (laughs) side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, you just, just, yeah. And that's how some people cook, right? Like, you know, when you
2: realize, like, you're good at something because some people, they're just, you know, they're just throwing meat on a pan is heating it up you know they don't care just, it's just sustenance to them you know they have they don't you know just like i said they'll catch a bunch of ranch on it you know yep. ranch on everything yep. in the midwest you know <laughs> you got shitty pizza throw ranch on it you got cheap oven fries <laughs> throw ranch on it you know it's just great you know taco bell throw ranch on it who cares
3: <laughs>
2: you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I don't you know but you know so you, to easter on I, you know so i try not to really judge too much on how people eat so i have been making sauces now because that's how a lot of people understand barbecue they don't even understand the taste of it Um, You know, a lot of people. That's a lot of restaurants around here that sell ribs. They're they boiled ribs with just barbecue sauce on them, and uh, you know, a lot of your diners. You know, a lot of your diners are doing that. A lot of you know that's that's what they do. They're selling ribs. You know, and we are like, oh, he's the best ribs ever, you know? And then they eat smoked ribs. I'm like, oh, what's this, what is this taste? Like, that's the smoke. <laughs> you know, like, what is this delicious
1: like, flavor in my right? mouth? Yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, and, uh,
2: you know, I have a friend of mine, uh, he's a chef with me too, uh, he's, you know, he helps me out. He's, uh, he doesn't like a lot of smoke, you know? So he, you know, there's like there's certain barbecue places that use a lot of oak, it's, you know, because it's not smoky, but you still can, you kind of get a little hint of the smoke, but you're still really getting the texture because, you know, whatever. Uh, me growing up eating barbecue and smoke, like I'm immune to it. So I like it smokier. <laughs> the smokier, the better for me. You know, same thing with my whiskeys. You know, like like a good bourbon. You know, a good barrel. You know, even like a style like a bourbon barrel stout or like a good,
3: you
2: know, a good smoky bourbon. But, um, but you know that I, I that was one thing I realized too. where like people if they don't eat barbecue every day, you know, it becomes an acquired taste. You, know, you just don't know. You know, if you have never been down south or you have never been to Memphis or something like that. You, you know you just you just wouldn't know <laughs> you know say they, they would like spices you know like people who use spices every day you know, they could tell you what type of chili it is or you know but then some people are like oh onions are spicy like you know, you know, <laughs>
3: you
1: know. <laughs> get that spicy ketchup get, away from me yeah right? <laughs> yeah, from
2: me. Yeah, like, yeah you know like it's red is it spicy like no <laughs> no it's just it's just paprika you know <laughs> but you know that's you know but you never you know that and that's like i said it's, your, it's just your culture you know if you a lot of you know if you're, if you're uh you got that uh polish german you know wisconsin you kind of yeah we have that polish they don't really do a lot of spices you mm-hmm. know it's just that's just not their thing you see, know it's not, not that they don't like them but
0: you know, that's i'm just, not you know. so bad where ketchup is spicy but it, you know everybody knows buffalo <laughs> yeah. wild wings honey barbecue is my limit there
2: yeah go past see.
0: that it's too much for me
2: yeah, and it's a tolerance. You know, one day you'd be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to step it up. You know, I'm going to I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do some
0: Cholula or something. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, you know, go for the buffalo. Yes, I like Southeast yes. Asia spice because it's more flavor yeah. with a little bit of heat to carry it. But it's mm-hmm. not, you know, like a ghost pepper, the Trinidad Morgul scorpion pepper, where it's just right. hot for the sake of being hot.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's when you get to your different regions where they know how to cook with those spices. And while and they, you like, layer you do, you know, them. Right. Yeah. You know, you talk about like, Asian cooking, you know, Latino cooking, uh, you know, Caribbean cooking, they know how to put these spices in there, you know, and most of some are therapeutic, you know, you need those spices because mm-hmm. even deal with the hot weather, you know, or just just whatever, just to flavor these tough meats, you know, so like I said, it depends on your culture, you know, you're not, you know, you're not growing peppers in, you know, Northern Europe, you know, that's just not. you're just not doing it, you know. I just like a lot of places, you know, in these uh, third world countries, they're not eating a lot of meat because they just they, you know, they just don't have it. You know, a lot of vegetarians like India, like Africa, you know, they're a lot of vegetarians because there's just no meat, you know. So it, the vegetarian concept isn't foreign to them, but, you know, spicy ass food is You know, you know spicy all day, you know, but, you know, but they might not be able to digest a whole filet mignon or something because their stomach can't do it. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, just meat. What is this? You know, like so different regions of, you know, people just do different things.
0: I was going through your Facebook. And I noticed that you have gumbo on there or mm-hmm. a photo yeah, yeah. of it. I damn near got in my car and drove down that day. Hey, yeah, I miss, I, I, I went to, I Oh, I went to new there. Orleans back in 2015 or 2016. I was a half step away from not coming home from vacation. Mm, yeah. And I, I miss Southern.
2: I think gumbo is one of those things too. where like my, my mom's from Louisiana, you know? So, uh, you know, people were like, well, you know, you like Cajun food, you know? And it's like, I, you know, I can't, you kind of feel obligated. Like, yes, I do. You know, cause I family's <laughs> from Louisiana. Of course I like Cajun food. Like what's considered Cajun food, you know, like, just, you, know, like what, you know, like, you know, you got, you got your Cajun versus Creole. Then it becomes this whole like rabbit hole of like asking different questions, you know? And uh, so cooking gumbo is like, you know, it's one of those things, you know, like I said, you, it's just like this food for the soul, you know, yeah. when you go down you know, if you go like to new Orleans, it's a great city, you know. I've, I've only been once, so I was not disappointed. It was one of the cities that, like I said, it's exactly how they portray it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you go to certain places. You know, like like L. A. for one. You know, its so, like every time you see L. A. in a movie, it's just like glamorous and gorgeous. And you go there, it's just like a grammy shithole. <laughs> you, know? LA like, sucks. Oh. you know,
3: like, oh,
2: what, where are the models? Where's like, the sun's not even out. You know, why like, is the- that
1: man pooping on the sidewalk? Yeah. I don't.
2: You know, Hollywood's the same. I mean, like, I got, I love California. I love, I love my people over there. But it's just like the movies and you know portray different situations. But like you know, and I was in the touristy areas of New Orleans. So I'm sure like there are young people who were like, yeah, there's a grimy side of New Orleans. But in the same sense, it was like the people were very genuine. Um, you know, the food was excellent.
0: Uh, I noticed the is- grimier the streets, the better the food got when we were down there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, they're older, you know, mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. buildings that they've been there for years and you think of all the, the, the the turmoil and the, the, the hurricanes and things that have beat that city up and of course if those restaurants are they're still seasoned. there they got to be good yeah they're seasoned yeah
3: <laughs> they're seasoned.
2: yes <laughs> yes they are yes that's, that's that fresh salt water seasoning Man. yeah <laughs> that, that, you know it it's uh it, it hardens you you know it just builds you you know it makes you a stronger person and you can, you can you know meet those uh you know those uh, um, situations so yeah like I said. A, you go to some place and you're think you on this back road you're like i would never be on this road any other time but i heard the fried chicken's good it's worth it you know (laughs) i might get you but food does that to people right you're like ah you know like you know I'm, i'm gonna walk over this homeless guy to get to this little shitty cafe but there's this old guy that's been cooking the same burger for 20 years and he knows exactly how to cook it and this the flat top's been seasoned with this particular meat you know they get from a local butcher that they've been cooking for 20 some years you know and You know, and it's only $4 because it's just a cheeseburger. You know, (laughs) it's like the best, like the best thing in the world.
0: I ordered a bowl of seafood gumbo. So the bowl is probably if you take a a soccer ball or basketball, cut it in half. Oh, that's your bowl. And I'm like, oh, cool. It's $10. And I'm thinking it's going to be like a cup. But no, here comes Mm -hmm. this giant full meal. And there's half a crab hanging out the side of it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, is this is this the right thing? And she got all upset, like, oh my God, did we bring you the wrong food? I'm like, no, 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 you're not charging enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I feel so that's, bad. <laughs>
2: that's the beauty of that city, you know, because yeah. seafood which is abundant down there, so it's cheap, you know. And then, you know, some of those cuts, like those, you know, the cheaper cuts, but you know how to cook, you know, that's the that's the best thing about soup. You know, uh, you put so much you put these cheaper cuts of meat and just let it boil down and cook, and all of a sudden, like this magic happens where like it just it's just like I said, it just touches you, you know, and I don't know, it's just, I don't know, like I, I love gumbo, that's probably one, gumbo and ribs probably my favorite things to cook, you know, because it's just, it's, it's something about a hot cup of soup, you know, for anybody, you know, whether oh, you're having yeah. a bad day, you know, and, it, and it's it is cheap, you know, so, you, you know, like, I think I read a, I think like a Bon Appetit article about like a soup kitchen in LA, and it's probably, I can't think of the name, but that was her thing, by healthy soups for homeless people because a lot of them have you know teeth problems or like gas gastro- and pain because they're not really eating properly. But you can feed somebody a soup and you trick them into getting all these vegetables and all this nourishment, and they it, you know it's probably the best meal in their life. You know, so that kind of like stuck with me like when I started making my gumbo, like oh like this you know this is a hot meal. This is this is every ingredient that somebody needs right now. You know, like for whatever reason, you know, and um, you know and that, that you know when you, you share it with people like. You know, people are actually coming to eat your food. They're, they're spending money, you know, and they're spending money because they're looking for that nourishment. They're looking for that comfort, you know, and I think, you know, I had a this lady was like, I saved my money all week to come get a sandwich, you know, and it's like a $10 sandwich, you know, but so in my head, I was like, it's only $10, you know, but then like, that's just that stupidity and arrogance in me where I'm like, not everybody's doing good, Emerson. Not everybody's, you know, an entrepreneur. Not everyone's just trying to find money. Like she literally told me just to, she saved her money. Like how, you know, how, how strong do you have to be to say that to somebody? You know, I, I hate asking for help or at least saying to somebody, hey, you know, I, I struggled to get this, you know, and here's this lady. She's like, she went out of her way to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I came here to eat your food. You know, that's the kind of shit that keeps me going.
1: Well, and how <laughs> humbling is that statement?
2: Yeah, like- seriously, you know, like. And you know, and it was one of the things where, like, I you know, I didn't laugh it off, but like she said, and I was like, all right, great, you know, because like cuz you know, customer service guy, it. It was like, okay, yep. great, nice to see you, you know, you like, you don't really just, like show too much emotion because you don't want like that's jump one of on those that hits whatever. you
1: a few hours later. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right, and you kind of like, yeah, like, she did. Did she really just say that? <laughs> you know, and like, and. And then, you know, like I said, like when I talk to people, it's hard for me to ask for help or ask her to say something, you know, like, like, you know, and I was like, damn, she actually like stopped me and said that to me. Like that was that that was an important situation, you know, and uh, and people are coming out, you know, as that's, that's, that. I say with the whole COVID and everybody having to pick up food, that really helped us out with the pop up because everyone was just picking up food. Like You had to go somewhere to pick up food. Um, so, you know, she had $10 or so she couldn't went anywhere to pick up food you know, she, you know, she had to eat somewhere, you know, and people are coming to get my food and that, that's, you know, I, I might not have said that yet, but that was like one of the things too where not people were not eating my food or I've worked at restaurants, you know, where you could be like, oh, the food there is great. You know, that food is good. And you don't really think of it personally. Like, yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, I cook that, you know, but it's not, you know, you don't really think of it as like your recipe or, um, you know, you per se. And so like now that first time with somebody I was like, yeah, your food was good. And I was saying like, oh, wow, it is my food, you know, like, oh, thank you, you know, like, oh, it means something, you know, and it's like, and now people are really telling me that, you know, so it's just, been, like I said, it's just been really humbling, you know.
0: Yeah, like you're, well, you're saying with the restaurants, you know, people go there for the restaurant. I mean, there's, I can only think of maybe two or three chefs in the world that people know by name and go to the yeah.
1: restaurant because of that chef's name's attached. Well, and usually it's right. on the name of the restaurant. Like, well, not not always. Emeralds. Like. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Something like that.
2: Yeah, you know, like, yeah, Bobby Flair, you got these popular guys where you're like, oh, I know they're good chefs, I'm going there. But most restaurants, like, you go in there, either, you know, like I said, that the food is per se particularly good. You know, you don't really hear, like, the chef or something like that. You know, it's always, like, a restaurant tour or an owner or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, you know, so, yeah, that, that was... It was definitely, like I said, just a lot, a lot of great, humbling experiences from the community, you know, and and uh, it could, you know, just realizing just on the ground, ground floor of this, you know, I'm just these pop ups, you know, we're 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 right in the middle of it. it's like you know, it's like throwing house parties, you know? <laughs> you know, you got your DJs who are like up for the upper epsilon and you got your other guys who are grabbing at the house parties, just mm-hmm. trying to like you know just get people to move, you know, and that's kind of like where we're at right now. We're just kind of you know have the house party of food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's your game plan going up here you know being in wisconsin we're known for some having pretty brutal winters do you plan mm-hmm. on continuing the pop-up schedule through the winter months or do you plan on doing any seasonal changes with the menu uh
2: i will be doing more inside stuff um you know like I, i've you know we're from wisconsin so i definitely can handle the code like you know barbecuing in the winter is definitely doesn't seem like that hard you know, bad of a deal you know uh um especially i have that big huge smoker like i say to build a bigger fire you know and just kind of <laughs> go with it um i am looking into more like brick and mortar maybe even maybe even like an indoor smoker you know where i could just like do more stuff inside because um, there's some great smokers too that like you do inside you know, a lot of guys have inside group smokers so um yeah, so right now just like i'm just gonna probably switch into maybe some more seafood more heavier dishes uh, maybe like push more gumbos you know do more uh um, you know we'll, we'll figure it out so the bar- the barbecue can go all year you know people just love it you know as, long as you're making it I, I can do it and maybe do some more catering gigs I don't necessarily want to have like a, a full-on restaurant per se unless you know it's like unless the right building or opportunity comes like I said I'm not going to say no uh, but initially I would like to you know do more catering I, I like going places and feeding people you know I like um, I like like going to parties and Know, feeding families or like whatever your celebration is i guess like i like, like going where the party is you know <laughs> same thing with that's so kind of that dj mentality you know mm-hmm. like oh you're having a party i'm gonna show up you know let's do it you like you need food you got liquor and music i'm there you know let's go <laughs> you know uh, you know but yeah so i, I want to be able to just kind of move around with that so it's yeah, so right now yeah I just have, maybe get myself a building where i can do more pop like you know, pick up, take out, maybe a, a few sit down. You know, like a sit down place where people can just kind of come and go, not a full on restaurant. Um, and then do just catering and, and travel. You know, maybe do a couple competitions and um, just kind of get out there, and see the world, do the do the things I haven't done quite yet. You know,
0: any thoughts or plans of buying and launching a full food truck?
2: Yeah, um, actually, that the food truck situation that that's probably my next thing I'm going to end up buying because right now I I can't cook out of my kitchen. Uh, we're at, we're, we have a community kitchen, so um, we're just kind of rotating, which is okay for now. Uh, but yeah, having a food truck would be the next step. So that way, I can actually go somewhere and cook on site um,
0: and, and then, do a tour of Wisconsin. And, and
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah.
0: Could, um, I'll twist Casey's arm and have you cater the twenty twenty one. Blind Ninja Studios anniversary. I mean, there I'm not go. gonna complain <laughs> about that one.
2: <laughs> hey, yeah, I got I got some, I got some friends up that way. I got yeah, people up there, you know. So um yeah, that's the thing too, just realizing where, you know, the, the little article that's that spread out. There's there's people everywhere that are like really reaching out to me. That I don't really know you you never know if who's really looking. You know, you know, you talk about the whole social aspect of it, the social media aspect is um, you yeah. know if you you just, you don't know who's looking, you know, there's people everywhere listening. Um, like I said, people from Texas were like, oh, we had, you know, we saw your, we saw your article in there. We wanted to say, thank you. You know, I had an, an anonymous guy to send, you know, send me some money. He was like, I just want to support and do your thing. And I'm like, you know, this Texas, they have tons of barbecue places down there, you know, but like whatever, whatever this story is that I'm in, it's, touch, it's touching people, you know, and, I want to recognize that and I want to be able to share that love. Like I don't want to like just end it, you know, and um, you know, cause I think we all need a little more inspiration, you know, especially with the, <laughs> 2020's just been a pain <laughs>
3: you know that's it's a just word been hard this it. has been hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just been a pain
0: been a, been well, a it feels like just man. yesterday that it was you know
1: that that fucking
0: bitch carol baskins and here we are <laughs> yeah seven right. months yeah, later yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Jesus. No, yeah. Uh, yeah tide pod challenge was what was that last year or was that this year that was last
1: year god
2: mm. It, it's yeah.
1: gordon you're just getting old i know well, it yeah it's, it's going so fast right <laughs> you
2: know it's just but yeah i mean i think it, but 2020 did make a lot of people stop uh you know and kind of just look at the world and look at where you are look at situations uh, like i said i had some time to do a lot of self-reflecting i think a lot of people did you know i think a lot of people do a lot of soul searching um i think that's why we had you know if you anybody's it's not facebook there's a lot of facebook wars because everybody's just passionate <laughs> right now but everything you know right. They're like everyone's just having all these emotions they never felt before like what is this pain what is this what is this longing <laughs> for like acceptance or like i can't what do you mean i can't do i anything, can't leave
1: you know? my like, house yeah, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know
2: people have never like been in a situation where they couldn't have something you know like yeah. that's our society where every, everything you want you can have or you know so like 2020 was like no. <laughs> nobody's having shit <laughs> you
3: can't tell me no yeah right yeah you know, and,
2: and the people who you know if you you know like i said i'm, I'm pretty free-flowing I, I adapt to I'm easy, i mean i easily adapt to a lot of weird things so you know if you're, if you're not that person you know it's definitely harder for you if, yeah. you, know, you know if you're a person who needs everything if you buy the book you know you're constantly writing lists and you're on the agenda for everything this is not a good fear year for you <laughs> So if you're, if you, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to write lists for myself because I'm such a scatter, you know, such a scatter brain. Uh, but I, I need, I need. Yeah, lists, more
1: like guidelines than actual lists, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely I'm
2: not going to hold myself back. Yeah, the bosses are going to yell at me if I don't finish it. But
1: <laughs> uh, seems but, like the you know, boss's problem. Yeah, right, it's, it's there for instruction. <laughs>
0: Uh, if uh folks like ourselves aren't lucky enough to be down in the Racine area do are you still selling any of your spices or rubs online yeah
2: you go to dragon pit com. um uh, my, i my, have my big m's paradise powder um named after my pops and uh it's that's like a uh, it's it's like a lot of ancho peppers it's smoky it's not salty or it's sweet it's perfect balance right in between you know um uh my mom had a lot of I had you know, high blood pressure, and my dad had diabetes, so I was always want to make, when I work at the country club, I was working with a lot of people who had dietary issues. So as far as my rubs go, I want to make sure they are flavorful, they are balanced. You know, I don't, I don't want to just be like salt-heavy or sugar-heavy. So that's what a lot of people, they notice with the rub. They're like, it's really good, but it's not salty, you know, or it's not sweet, you know, like, well, that's where your t- interpretation comes into play. Add a little salt to it if you want to. Add a little bit of this, but for the most part, this is going to be a well-balanced flavor. Um, my other one is a lemon dita, it's, uh, um, i say it's a fancy like lemon pepper, um, because I, don't, I just love lemon pepper, you know, chicken, lemon pepper wings, uh, uh, and I felt like it was just too simple just having lemon and pepper, you know, so it's more of a poultry seasoning and has like 12 different herbs in it now, a bunch of garlic, a little lemongrass and some pepper. Um really, really good. If you it's really good on if you think like a like a shrimp scampi, like a like garlic and herb kind of flavor, um, that's where you're gonna get with that. And those are my two primary flavors that you can use with anything. Um uh then I have t shirts, you know, a bunch of swag, you know, face masks and stuff like that. You the logo's pretty cool. Um my friend Chris, great graphic designer, he's been a friend, you know, has been helping me out a long time, you know, and uh did a great logo for me, you know, for the the dragon, you know, so definitely go pick up some shirts you know they look cool you know and they come on down to Racine and get some barbecue you know actually he did he did this wisconsin trip shirt you know <laughs> oh that's cool super cool of, yeah it's just different right it's cool he, he yeah. does a bunch of just different stuff you know does it come in the 20... size
1: though huh? Gordon, nothing come... comes in shrek i size. know that's the issue
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, 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 he'll, he'll help you out he'll get you he'll, he'll get you. you you need it he'll get you one he'll get you one um, but yeah, uh, so like, like I said, that's just that thing. Like just trying to utilize the people around you, you know, like I said, he's, he's been doing stuff for a long time and I was like, Hey, just do my logo for me. You know, I could have went somewhere else, but, you know, just trying to support local, you know, just look around, look around your area, look within your community. Cause there's always somebody around doing something that you, that you need, you know, we just gotta just ask for it.
3: You
0: know? And if, if folks want to look you up on social media, where can they find you and when can they, or where can they find your, your pop-up schedule?
2: Um, you can find my pop up schedule on Facebook under Dragon Pit Barbecue. Uh, you can find my Instagram. Uh, it's Dragon Pit with two T's, uh, Dragon Pit Barbecue on Instagram. Uh, you can find me under Chef E Holla, under Instagram. Uh, e Holla is my DJ name. you know last name's Holiday, so it's gonna be E, e-, e- Hala. <laughs> so, uh, but I think I might have changed it. To, actually, I think I might have changed it to Chef E Holla. So So, uh, but yeah, but on my Instagram, just look like at Emerson Holiday. I'm sure you'll find it there. Like I said, I'm on. Uh, I don't really do Twitter too much, uh, but I'm on, I am on there. Um. I don't do LinkedIn. I don't know people always look like update your LinkedIn. Emerson. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That's too much.
1: <laughs> the only time <laughs> people update their LinkedIn is when they get this fucking email that says update your LinkedIn. Right. My- right, yeah, right, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I, you know, maybe I, got, I guess I do got a cool job now. Maybe I should update it, you know, right. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always on, on the Facebook and the Instagram, but Facebook is probably my main one because I'm just on there a lot
0: for the listeners out there that are looking to go into the service industry as a chef, you know, what kind of advice would you offer up to them?
2: Um, I would say like anything, just make sure you love it. You know, if, uh, if you don't like cooking, if you're afraid to get cut, if you're afraid of the heat, you're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have to do it your whole life. You know, you got to do it you know, eight to 12 hours along, you know, it, I mean, unless you're like at a corporate place where you know you have to be in and out, you know, four to eight hours, something like that, you're going to work eight to twelve hours. You know, uh, you're putting in, your, going to be on your feet all day. Um, a, a, a wise uh, a thing a friend a chef told me is like you have to realize too they don't do drug tests a lot of places, so you're going to be dealing with a lot of either addicts, recovering addicts, alcoholics, um, some of the people who are just you know misfits who just don't get along anywhere else. You know, it's not like you see on TV where everyone's just happy-go-lucky, <laughs> you know, just throwing food around, you know, there's a lot of lot of edgy people, you know, it's just kind of like the industry. I'm sure, like, if you're going to be a mechanic, they're probably the same way or, you know, just, I don't know, like, you know, some some. Jobs just have an edge to them, you know?
1: So you're saying Bourdain it's, did not steer us wrong in that one.
3: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Read, read Kitchen Confidential. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Read Anthony, read Anthony Bourdain's book. He'll, he'll definitely, that's a great book to read. You know, um, that's the, yeah, actually that, that's a great book to read. Um, uh, Daniel Boulard also has a book called Letter to a Chef. And it just kind of talks about these things that, um, you know, you might encounter, you know, just different things. But, you know, like I said, do what you love. You know, if you can't handle it, just don't do it. You know, because if you come into my kitchen and I could tell right away, I'm just going to run you right out. You know, I'm just going to, I, I don't have time to, you know, this, we don't have time to do it, especially on a busy day. Because um, you really have, you have to have a lot of dexterity. So once the once that, once those tickets start rolling in, if you're at a busy restaurant, if you're at a little small and bop shop, if you're at a little bar somewhere, you know, you're distilling like 10 or 10 people you know, go for it. It's cool. But if you want to, you know, actually make a career out of it, get into some restaurants where you're actually serving people, it's a high paced place. You know, you gotta have, you gotta keep your cool, you know? And like I said, a lot of people are just, you know, they're in it cause they like it or they're just in it cause they have to be, you know? And so you gotta have tough skin, a lot of dirty jokes, you know, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of vulgarity, you know, just, you know, shit fuck shit is my quote <laughs> <You> know, <baby. laughs> like, that shit, is the fuck, shirt shit. idea <laughs> shit fuck shit that's that's my thing and, I, and it's one of the things you don't realize you say it until people start mocking you, you know, like, ah, shit, fuck, shit. <laughs> and i'm like oh. <laughs> i'm definitely you know and i'm different you know i'm a different person on the line you know when you're on the line like i'm you know i'm just as mean as i am nice i always tell people you know but I you know but as long as you're doing your job and i don't have to yell at you you're fine you know, I, you know people say if Emerson yells at you, you you probably did something wrong you know because i really i really hate conflict you know what i mean so i am um, like i said i'm kind of passive aggressive. i'm kind of like okay you know maybe next time do a little better okay i need it a little faster this time you know after like fourth or fifth time telling you that I'm like hey what the fuck are you doing like, hey, you know i you, know, you just get frustrated, you know. I mean, when you work with people, and I guess, yeah, this everything, you know. you work, when you work with people who don't want to do the job, it's just frustrating, you know. And, um, I, I attribute my mom with having that great work ethic. Like I said, she was, she, I was, she was working two jobs, supporting me, my brother. I, I had a job when I was fifteen and a half. You know, I was had a, a paper route. You know, I was, I was, I've been working ever since. You know, so I, you know, but some people just don't want to put in the hours, you mm-hmm. know. And so you just, you just have to put those hours in, you know, give or take, no matter what you do, you know. Yeah, if you go for it, you know, just, if you want to do it, do it, you know, just find a place. Um, I say right now, you know, with COVID, yeah, it's going to be hard to do it, but you like, just start at home, you know, just make, go see, see if you can handle making 10 dinners for somebody, you know, um, just taking orders, you know, that's, it's a bigger deal when you're, cooking and serving, you know, random people versus just, you know, just cooking for your family. You know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I cook for my family. I'm, I can, I can do it, you know, and a lot of places they open a restaurant, you know, and I think that's, you know, I, I work for people who just had no idea that what, about the restaurant industry at all, but they're opening restaurants, you know, and that's just kind of one of the things that kind of leads you to want to do your own thing. You know, I, one, one great quote, I always say to people too is um, there's always somebody with less doing more. You know, so whatever you're complaining about, there's always somebody less doing more, you know, or, I'm sorry, somebody with less doing more, you know, basically. So like just buck it up, <laughs> figure it out, you know, and just, you know, just get it done, you know, and uh, that's that That always kind of sticks with me. And every time I get into a situation where I'm complaining, I feel like, you know, the, the, the world's like giving me a fair shot, <laughs> you know, like the poor me attitude kind of right. kicks in. And just like, you know, like you said I start getting down the rabbit hole and I start seeing all these you know, inspirational people were like, oh, you know, this guy started this restaurant out of his house or, you know, this guy's, you know, like fuck Paula Dean, I think was start started selling sandwiches out of the trunk of her car, you know, like how you feel about Paula Dean, but it's like, you know, that's that's what happens, you know, he liked music too short, you know, he was selling mixtapes out of his trunk, Master P. You know, people all these entrepreneurs who are just like growing up in these cities that, you know, they just didn't they had nothing, you know, and they made something out of themselves. So you know just really just pushing it and just just figure out what you like to do you know and just hone in on it you know and just tell yourself to shut up and don't say no <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of my favorite quotes from a guy i follow ultra marathon runner but he has uh Good. his big thing and actually UW madison put on their wall at the you know coming out of the tunnel for the football players nobody yeah. cares work harder
2: yeah yeah that's about it yeah you know and you know, I'm sure with the whole, like, uh, you know, the movement for, you know, mental health and things like that, that's, you know, it's a hard, it's hard to tell people that shit, you know, but that's really, literally the realness. So, like, you make it happen. You have to do it. You know, like, you have to hit that switch in your head that says, I'm going to do it. Otherwise, you just don't, you know, and it's it, it's it sounds cliche, you know, of course, like, yeah, if you put your mind to it, you know, just put your mind to it, it'll happen, you know, but that's, it's realness, you know, it's just, you know, it's. I do know, the law of attraction or, you know, it's a secret and all those weird books, you know, you're kind of like, oh, that's all, oh, it's, just, it's all, it's all cookie cutter, but it's, right. you know, but yeah, whatever you are, you know, whatever you think about, I think Emerson, I think Ralph Walden Emerson has a quote like this or whatever a man think is, so he be it or something like that, you know, and, um, you know, that's, yeah. That's it. I, I, I do a lot of Ralph Waldo Emerson quotes, of course, many Emerson. So if you are always thinking about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have his
0: collective works at home.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, And, you know, and, and it's I funny because where's know,
0: Waldo? I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the picture version.
3: Perfect. Perfect.
0: <laughs> comedy's hey, comedy's
2: all about timing, right? right. You know, it's all about timing, man. It's good, it's good one. It's a, that, it, Comedy's hard too, man. You know I know people who are comedians, you know, and that's it's it's hard as shit, you know. You, you respect guys like Dave Chappelle who are like, it's a it's a real craft, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's the thing. You like making people laugh. There's somebody making money doing it. You know, you like being a smart ass, you like being a button a button, a button pusher, you know, like the podcast is perfect for you. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you
2: know, like that's you know, feed the need, you know, like whatever, you know. That's why
0: I normally sit right now tonight. I'm next to Casey. Normally I'm the opposite side of him, so he can't throw oh, yeah. anything because all the microphones are on the way. <laughs> good, good, good. You do with it all now.
2: He's over here taking notes, like, I'm gonna get him back for that, I'm right? gonna get him back for that. <laughs> oh yeah. But you mentioned yeah. Uh, Gary
0: Yeah, uh, I remember he, you know, if you ever have a business idea and somebody says it's stupid, just remember somebody invented the pool noodle. Yeah, and I think the, right. the pool noodle yeah. copyright sold for damn near $2 million. You know, that guy's so, laughing all the way to the bank for that one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You know, it's just, like I said, there's somebody making money doing it, man. And you know, like I said, today's day and age or anyone having to stop and start over. Like now's the time to do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, there's, you know, everyone's mad at like, you know, Zuckerberg and all these people who made millions of, you know, billions of dollars, you know, during COVID, but it's like, that's how business works. You know, there's any, any financial person will tell you whenever there's like a depression or whenever there's like a drought or something, that's when you start plugging it in. That's when you dig in harder because then your money's going to bounce, you know? So the same mentality, like don't, why everyone else is sleeping, keep working, you know, it's, that 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 says that sports mentality, you know, mm-hmm. just like, just keep working, you know. That people, that's why people love like Kobe Bryant and all those guys. It's all they do is grind, you know. And I'm like I I'm not a big competition person, but if that, you know, I just, you know, I do push myself. I'm real competitive with myself, I guess, you know. Um, but you know, you guys have that dexterity, and I don't know. It's hard just push it <laughs> you know but i said well, once you find something you love then it's, it's not really work you know it's mm-hmm. just like you say you're just doing it you know you like you don't i don't mind putting in 12 hours in front of the smoker you know like watching it you know what some people do, you know, that's why you got those Traegers, those pellet grills, you know, <laughs> who we were like, I just, I can just set it and go, you know, like, hey, <laughs> that, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking anybody for that. You know, there's, you know, they, they produce, you know, meat per se, you know, but either you really can't do too much with it, but yeah, not everybody is going to sit there and like analyze smoke coming out of the smoker, you know, they don't have time for that shit. you know. So.
0: And you know. one last question uh, from yeah. folks on the internet, the overwhelming theme was do you have any good Karen stories from your time in? Good the kitchen, Karen so. stories, <laughs>
2: just in general, like just like restaurant stories oh, in general.
0: If you got like that, that one that has stuck out to you over the years. Yeah,
2: you know, I well, I mean, working at a country club, like everybody's a Karen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we have guys who would just like they, you know, they would just send steaks back. You know, like you literally have to go with the charts. You know, like. Where point to the color you want, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like we're sitting this guy, Ribeye's back day and night, day and night, you know, and it's like, oh, that's too, you know, but then it really just came down to him just wanting to show off in front of his friends, you know, and it's like, you know, and I don't know, I, I really haven't had any crazy, you know, customers like, I don't know, you know, and Starbucks customers are pretty irate too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there are you know there are crazy stories out there but I, i'm pretty good at diffusing situations you know exactly so it's like you know it's killing them with kindness I've, I've you know i've heard people get coffee thrown at them you know i just heard uh you know I, I know yeah nothing nothing from the barbecue community yet you know at least like i think that's kind of a good thing too where like it's kind of a people don't have too many expectations in this area you know like say if there's barbecue if you're in memphis then yeah you know like say you want to like two you know restaurants per block you know so you be like oh this one sucks you know i don't like this or you know or like you know but ribs, you know i I tend to have to make my ribs a little bit softer than i want to when you know selling to general public because you know like you know if you're trying to make it like a competition style i don't think people really like that so i have had people like oh your ribs are tough or you know they need this or they need that I'm um, just learning experience, you know, I, I, yeah, luckily I haven't had anybody flip out or like you know, throw a bone at me yet, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's always different. You know, it's, it's, the restaurant industry is crazy. Customers are crazy. I'll say that.
1: So. <laughs> Casey, any final thoughts? Uh, no, no, I think we kind of hit everything. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, you. Did I
2: make an hour? Did that small talk? Uh, an
1: hour? hour 40
0: yes <laughs> yes well thank you again oh, yeah, Jeff, yeah. For yeah, i appreciate no, taking you guys, the time yeah. to come down on the show tonight appreciate you carving <laughs> out i know you have a busy schedule and yeah. thank you to everyone that's listening to the show without you this show would not be possible and many of you have asked how can you help out a couple of things you can do first off head over to apple podcasts or wherever you can leave a review and drop me five stars hopefully you think it's worth it and drop a comment on there. Secondly, tell your friends, families, coworkers about the show and convince them to check it out. Lastly, if you'd like to help me out, bring new episodes to you, head over to patreon.com slash rules of the arena podcast. And I have a little tip jar set up there. It's just a buck a month. That's all I ask. If you'd like to keep in touch with the show for new episodes and guests, follow the show on Facebook and Instagram, both at rules of the arena podcast. And keep an eye out. I have merch coming down, uh, doing a collaborations with J.E. Collins for Photography. Hopefully releasing soon. We're just trying to hammer out a few things there. And all links are available in the Facebook and Instagram bio. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitch where you can tune into the show and join the conversations live. Just head over to twitch.tv slash rules of the arena. And don't worry if you missed out on the live stream, but you still want to check out the video broadcast, head over to the YouTube and just for search for Rules of the Arena podcast. If you want to get a hold of me for directly for any comments, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please shoot me an email to Gordon at blindinchudios.com. And last note of business, don't forget to go check out my other show called No Story Left Behind. You can find it on its own feed wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And you can also follow that show on Facebook and Instagram at No Story Left Behind podcast. Thanks again, everyone. We'll catch you next time.